You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode, episode 172 on this Monday lunchtime here in Australia, a little bit later getting started today. Uh, Our son Jack is still unwell. He's been struggling with that virus that knocked us around all last week. So, you know, a little bit of a juggle this morning with all those sorts of things. But as always, great to be starting the week here with you talking about how to build your business and how to create financial freedom. And today I want to share with you a key skill to building your business. One of the really the key skills and mindsets that you need to develop. And as always, with a lot of the trainings, when we talk about business skills, I come back to some of the stuff I learned while I was being a physiotherapist in my, you know, sort of first career in my life before this, because, you know, business is business. (laughs) And, you know, when we talk about, I want to treat this like a business, I want this to be my business, I want to get paid like a business, business is business. And certainly when we joined this network marketing industry, came in with other business experience, small business experience. And that was both a blessing and a curse. And I've talked other times and, you know, I talk about it in my book as well. Like certainly the curse was when you're in small business, you're used to creating everything yourself. You're used to creating all your own advertising, all your own marketing, used to doing all those things. And you you need that control almost. (laughs) You you need to have control. And I've talked about a podcast episode, maybe five to 10 episodes ago, how you have to let go of control in network marketing. And I really struggled with that in the first 12 to 18 months. I really struggled to let go of that. But let's talk about the positives. And let's talk about one of the key things that I learned through my previous career. And that is when we talk about key business skills and certainly leading a team and helping people, like you really need this for this, but you need this skill just for your own business as well. Because, you know, we get to be our own boss. And as always, we talk about that's awesome, right? And you're in business for yourself, you get to be entrepreneurial, you get to do all these exciting things. Um, But it also means that you need to self-diagnose. You know, if something's not going right in your business, you need to have the skill of diagnosis. You need to be able to sit there and look back a little bit and have that sort of, you know, 10,000 foot macro view of everything that's going on and really diagnose the challenges that are going in your business. Like what, what are the kinks in the hose that are stopping your business growing? And that can be really hard. And then again, once you start building a team and, you know, it would be great if everyone just came in and built this business without any challenges, you know, this perfectly straight line going up, that would be amazing, right? But everyone comes up against challenges. People run out of people to talk to. People struggle with sales. People struggle with overcoming objection. People struggle with imposter syndrome, personal belief, all those sorts of things, right? And our job as business owners, as business builders, as business leaders, is to be able to diagnose these problems. So when I was a physio, and again, we're talking, you know, back in my physio days, and I remember we're we're going right back 20 plus years to when I was at university. And so much of our first sort of 12 to 18 months, particularly, is just pure anatomy. They're just teaching you the human body and we're just hammering muscles, joints, tendons, ligaments, all that kind of stuff. And um, I spoke about this at an event um, two weeks ago. I mean, quick side note, if people tell you network marketing is hard, (laughs) 
Like when I learned, when I discovered I only had to learn, you know, I had to learn a bit of marketing, how to network, how to lead a team, you know, really five or six things. I just had to do them really, really well versus my old life where I had to learn everything. Well, not not even everything. Like, uh, you know, surgeons know far more than us, but we have to know all the muscles, all the joints, all the tendons, all the ligaments, all the cartilage, like, and, and not just the names, but like in depth, like every bone has 20 to 30 different landmarks and you had to know all these different landmarks on every single bone, you know, it, blah, blah. I, I could go on, right? But <laughs> when people say network marketing is hard, like, trust me, like so many other careers, so many other professions, like we are so, so blessed, eternally grateful for how simple this is, right? But coming back to the analogy, we had to learn all of this, right? And there are times obviously where you're just sitting there like, okay, come on, right? We're still doing anatomy. We're still doing anatomy. Just show me how to actually treat people. Show me how to fix people. Show me how to tape people up, tape ankles, tape shoulders, show me how to fix things, all that kind of stuff, because that's what attracted us to physiotherapy was helping patients, right? And we're sitting there still 18 months later, and we're still getting hammered on our anatomy. And I remember one of my anatomy um, like tutors saying, like, we're sitting there in this prep class, and, you know, you're sitting there, I think it would have been a Monday morning or something. So we're sort of, you know, still a bit, you know, maybe a bit tired from a big weekend or something and don't really want to be there. And we're sort of farting about not really doing the work. And the tutor came over and said, look, treatment is easy. Diagnosis is the key. If you want to actually be a really good physiotherapist, if you want to be making six plus figures as a physiotherapist, you need to know how to diagnose. You need to be able to work out what is wrong with people when they walk in the room? Because the treatment is actually simple. It's the diagnosis that's going to separate an average physio and a great physio. And I remember that really stuck with me. And, you know, times where someone can just, you know, kick you up the bum a little bit. But that's when I really understood if I wanted to be a six plus figure earning physiotherapy, I wanted to be a great physio because I, you know, I wanted to travel with teams. I wanted to be that like physio that sat there on the sideline while the professional team was playing and, you know, I managed to achieve that. But that all came back to, well, you've got to separate yourself from the crowd, right? So how do I separate myself from the crowd? I get really good at diagnosis. Now, then we fast forward to my actual career and so many times, you know, you're sitting there in a, in a room with a patient and, you know, it's you in the patient in the room for 20, 30 minutes. You obviously eventually run out of things to talk about kind of stuff, but you often have a lot of the same conversations, right? You know, very similar conversations with different people because, you know, like this was the thing that sort of got me down about physio was it was just getting a little bit monotonous to an extent, right? But sitting there and all the time people would say, so what's the difference between you and a masseuse? Like, my, or like, how does physio work? Or what's the difference between you and a personal trainer, you and a chiropractor? You know, people are always asking these questions, right? And one of the things, especially when it came to, you know, like the massage therapists and, and the personal trainers and stuff like that was one of the key differences we had was the ability to diagnose. Now, massage therapists probably work harder than us. They work harder physically with their body. You go to a massage therapist for 60 minutes, you're getting 60 minutes of physical massage. You go to a physio, you might get, you know, 10, 15 minutes, but that's because the diagnosis is the key. It's massaging the correct area that re is what really separates us. You know, the massage person is there to give a general overview and a full massage. Ours is to give a specific massage for a specific reason, right? Same with the personal trainer. You're going to go there and they're going to give you, you know, a, a general body strengthening core program, all that kind of stuff. 
Ours is to, you know, really isolate that one muscle that's not switching on, correct the timing, correct the, you know, um, the innovation, all that kind of stuff of a singular muscle. And that's what's separating us. And that's what is going to be the key. So I would always say to people as a physio, and you say this somewhat tongue in cheek, but the reality was you could train a monkey really to treat someone like it. Our treatment techniques weren't that complex or complicated. It was really, if they're loose, okay, we'll either tape them up, <laughs> tape them up and tighten them, or B, send them to the gym and strengthen them. Or are they too tight? Okay, well, let's stretch them and massage them. You know, they were the sort of four things that could go wrong. Two things, basically, they could either be too tight or too loose. And then if they're too tight, okay, loosen them with stretching and like massage. If they're too loose, okay, either tape them up or strengthen them up, right? Like that was sort of the key. The treatment was simple. It was making the correct diagnosis. Now it's the same for your business. And again, when I had a physio business, we had, you know, sort of unwritten rules essentially about making sure that you're, if you can't, if, if you didn't have a patient who was better within three to four treatments, or at least progressing, someone else had to come in and check your diagnosis. Because that was, again, it, it, very rarely was it that you were treating the wrong area. It's that you diagnosed where well, you, you were probably, or such that you were treating the wrong area because you diagnosed the wrong area, right? And so it's going to be the same in your business where if someone is stuck, they're going to sit there and say, look, oh, I don't know why. No one's enrolling. No one's being added to the group. You know, the team's not growing. The team's not duplicating. And I don't know why. And sometimes, again, we're looking internally. We are our own boss, so we need to self-diagnose what's going on, or we need to help our team diagnose. We need to sit down and actually go through the process with them. And this is really where you can separate yourself from an average business builder, an average business leader, into a great business builder, into a great business leader. And how do you do that? you really take the time to learn the fundamental skills. And again, you know, coming back to, you know, when we were sitting there in anatomy and yeah, it's getting a bit monotonous at time to sit there 18 months later and you're still looking at the muscles and still looking at the joints. And it's like, okay, I get it. Yeah, it's a knee joint. I get it. Let's move on, right? But it was no, like you need to know that knee joint inside out, upside down, back to front, all that kind of stuff. You have to just visualize it and picture it in your mind so well so that you can diagnose from what people are telling you. And that's how you separate yourself from the crowd is sitting there and saying, okay, I am going to commit to not just making money, but commit to being a great network marketer. And again, we've talked again a, a few episodes ago, not too long ago, we talked about you know, like the seven motivators, that technique to build your resilience. And um, what motivates me? And am I motivated by the money? Am I motivated by the mastery, by the progress? And yes, earning money is awesome. Yes, recognition is awesome. But for us, it was always, well, let's, let's focus on progress and mastery. Let's focus on learning, studying, developing, so that we can go out and be great business coaches, business leaders, business builders, because we can help people diagnose. I'm going to commit to the personal development. I'm going to plug into other podcasts. I'm going to read lots of books. I'm going to go to the courses. I'm going to get myself a coach from Angie and I've had a number of coaches and mentors signed up to a lot of programs over the years so that someone else can both A, give us some outside diagnosis, pay for people to come in and outside diagnose our problems, but also then learn how they're coaching. 
you know, like if I wanted, when I decided, you know, I wanted to sort of step into a path where I was coaching more people on a, on a general scale like this, it was like, okay, well, I'm going to hang out with other coaches and see how they coach so I can learn the skill of coaching, learn the fundamental skills there. That's what we need to understand. If you're so caught up in what's the shortcut, what's the hack, what's the system I can just follow, give me the script. And, you know, I love hearing from people. I love getting messages from people. Uh, But often it is just like, you know, what script should I send to people? And it's like, well, no, like, like I can give you my script, which is my language. You need to develop your own scripts. I can give you some tools and templates to help develop your own thing. But you need to speak in your own language. You need to speak your own language to people because that's who you are. You are unique and you need to speak like that. So I want you to always think about those things. I want you to always remember that, hey, if I want to separate myself from the crowd, the key skill that can really help me do that is the ability to diagnose. Because anyone can follow a system. Anyone can follow a template. Anyone can copy and paste other people's social media and put it up as their own. Anyone can do that, right? And in the same way, pretty much anyone could strap an ankle. Pretty much anyone could massage someone's back, right? But a good physio with good diagnosis skills does the correct strapping because there's 20 different ways to strap an ankle, right? You can't just do a one-size-fits-all approach. There's 20 different ways to massage your back correctly, right? It's not a one-size-fits-all approach. So it's the same in your business. It's not a one-size-fits-all approach. But if you dedicate yourself to the skills you're learning and you're doing that, you're listening to this podcast and I honor that and I respect that and I want you to un- like give yourself a pat on the back because you're doing that by plugging into podcasts and thank you for listening to mine. But you need to commit to that. Like this is a, a, a sort of commitment to growth, a commitment to developing. And yes, it's very easy to sit there and say, you know what, someone else just come in and, and kind of, you know, give me the shortcut, give me the hack. And you can get the shortcut, you can get the hack and you can make a little bit of money. But if you really want to separate yourself from the crowd, focus on your own growth so that you can self-diagnose any challenges. You can help people self, uh, self oh, you can, sorry, you can help people diagnose their challenges and then teaches them how to diagnose. And that's when we come back to that sort of mantra of teach, 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 and then you can lay on the beach. Teach people how to teach people how to teach people how to diagnose. Then you can go off and lay on the beach for the rest of life because then you have truly created residual income. Then you've got uh, an incredible financial freedom business, which is really, really, really cool. So on that subject, I want to recognize our subscriber of the week, someone who is dedicated to learning uh, and dedicated to listening to the podcast consistently. And I want to reach out to Mika Gruen. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Mika Gruen or Micah Gruen um, tagged me in a post recently, well, the, the attraction marketing episode that we did recently, popped it up on their stories, tagged me. Thank you, Mika Gruen. I'm going to spin the wheel here. A little wheel. Oh, no, well, there you go. You've won our attraction marketing program, our like bigger so the, if you listen to the attraction marketing episode, we had the free blueprint there. Uh, you've actually won our bigger attraction marketing program, which is awesome. Uh, you know, the universe delivers, right? So if you want to be in the running to be our subscriber of the week next week, simply just take a screenshot of your device, pop it up on your stories, tag me. I'm at Andrew James Logan. Let me know your commitment to learning. Let me know your commitment to mastery. Let me know those fundamental skills that you're working on because, yeah, you know, anyone can do this. And that that is true. We love to celebrate that from the stage. We love to really share that like anyone can come in. And it is true, you know, your products are the same across everyone in your company. Your compensation plan is the same across everyone in your company. Anyone can do this. 
but you don't want to just be anyone. You want to separate yourself from the crowd. You want to be someone who changes their future, changes their life and helps a lot of other people change their business. And you do that through focusing on learning the fundamental skills. And there's not too many. There's a handful of things we need to be get good at. You know, if you take the Eric Warray definition, find people to talk to, talk to the people you find, help people get paid, invite them to events, build belief and personal development. I mean, that's six. That's from Eric Warray. Other people have slightly different variations, but that's pretty much it. You don't have to learn all the bones in the human body, muscles, ligaments, anything like that. You just need to learn how to get really good at those six skills and then sit down and say, okay, what are the reasons that your business isn't progressing? Where are you stuck? Are you talking to enough people? What are you saying to these people? Are you helping people share the compensation plan? Do you know how to share the compensation plan so that you can show people it? Are you bringing enough people to events? If events aren't happening, create your own. Are you building yourself? Are you building your belief? All those sorts of things. Go through that diagnosis process with people and you will separate yourself from the crowd. Guys, I hope you got value out of today's episode. As always, I appreciate you listening in. I greatly you know, honor and respect you for being here and committing to your own learning, committing to your own mastery. And hopefully I've helped you with some of those mindsets, with those things you need on the pathway to financial freedom. Have an amazing week, guys. I'll see you on Thursday for another podcast episode. Catch you then. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.